Welcome to the Lifestyle First podcast, discussing lifestyle medicine and making self-care as easy as one, two, three. One question, two research reviews, and three actionable health tips, all centered around the Lifestyle First method, your blueprint for the 10 key roots of optimal health and happiness. And now your host, lifestyle medicine physician and coach, Dr. Alka Patel. Hello and welcome to season four, episode four. The theme in the Lifestyle First Method we're exploring today is E, exercise. Now, exercise we know by definition is planned, structured, repetitive, purposeful movement. So how about planning, repetitive, purposeful, standing through the day? Today, the one question I want to explore is, what if standing became the new sitting? And the two pieces of information I've looked at to review this are two documents by the Department of Health. The first is a review of sedentary behaviour and obesity from 2010. And the second is the most updated UK Chief Medical Officer's Physical Activity Guidelines from 2019. Now, the thing with sitting down is that once you sit down, how many times do you actually think about standing up? Well, sure, you'll stand up if you need to get something or go somewhere. But otherwise, the one thing about sitting is that we then forget about standing, which is why we can go for hours at a stretch, sat in front of our computers or the TV or sitting to read, talk, listen to music. But what if you stood instead and forgot about sitting? How would this feel? How would this benefit you and benefit your health? How many of you are sitting down comfortably listening to this podcast right now? Well, let me invite you to stand up and listen instead. All rise. Unless, of course, you're driving. And tell me in the comments at the end of the episode what your experience was. Research has actually suggested that we are, wait for it, spending an average of nine and a half hours a day sitting down. And in lockdown, there is no doubt that this number has increased considerably. Interestingly as well, sitting behaviour tracks from childhood to adolescence to adulthood. So how much your children are sitting will pave the way for the habits they develop into adulthood. Now, today we're talking about standing being the new sitting, and you might have even heard the phrase, sitting is the new smoking. It's a strong phrase, perhaps not fully accurate though, because smoking is certainly far more high risk, but the phrase does at least command attention and highlight the significant risks of sitting. So here are the top five risks of sitting. In at number five is cancer. US data suggests that the culture of sitting may be responsible for 173,000 causes of cancer in the US each year, predominantly breast and colon cancer, but also lung, prostate, endometrial and ovarian cancer. And the mechanism may be linked to inflammation. There's a marker of inflammation in our body, C-reactive protein, which is higher in people who sit for long periods. At number four is heart disease and diabetes. An interesting study done back in 1953 compared heart disease in London bus drivers who sat and London bus conductors who stood. 
and the drivers who sat all day had more heart attacks. More recent research has linked sitting for more than six hours a day to 16.9% of type 2 diabetes cases and 4.9% of heart disease. When we sit for long periods of time, our metabolism is affected, glucose is not taken up into our muscles and our blood flow is slower. Number three, back and neck pain. Sitting for long periods is often done with poor posture, putting lots of pressure on the lower back and less stability in our hips. And it also creates tension in your neck and your shoulders. And of course, joints become stiff from limited movement. Number two, loss of productivity. One study compared core center agents who were either sitting or using stand-up desks. Those at stand-up desks were 45% more productive each day compared to their seated colleagues, and the productivity of those standing increased over time. And in pole position, the number one risk of sitting is death. Data from 34 studies, including over a million individuals, has concluded that for adults, above six to eight hours per day of total sitting time and three to four hours per day of TV viewing time are associated with greater risk of death, regardless of the amount of additional exercise done. And one study has also shown that you can raise average life expectancy by two years by reducing your sitting time to three hours. And if you think about the annual healthcare costs of sedentary behaviour in the UK, this has been estimated as 0.8 billion with over 69,000 preventable deaths. So if you need a reason to stand up more, well, there's five. And now here is your lifestyle first prescription. Your three activating actions to take you from knowing to doing. We know that sitting affects our health now in a significant way. But just like you can't erase the effects of smoking by exercising more, you can't erase the effects of sitting with a few trips down to the gym either. Yes, good health includes increasing activity, but also includes decreasing inactivity. The Department of Health report from 2010 suggests we take a break from sitting every 30 minutes. But despite the research and lots of new studies in the more recent 2019 paper, the UK chief medical officers have not been able to give a more specific time limit or minimum threshold of sitting time within its published recommendations, nor tell us more specifically how long we should stand for in the day. But the important thing is to stand more. The easy part is saying, of course, I need to stand more, but there are many barriers. The obvious drawback may be that standing still for extended periods may feel uncomfortable and may come with its own health implications such as varicose veins or foot pain. And it also requires willpower. This is a finite resource which we know is depleted when completing other mentally demanding tasks. And so it's really easy to revert to sitting after that initial enthusiasm fades. So the harder part initially is actually building the habits that will increase the amount of standing you have in your life without needing to rely on willpower. So here are three actions to help you think about how to quit prolonged sitting and overcome barriers so that standing becomes your new sitting. 
Action one, try the sitting rising test to predict your risks of sitting. So start from a standing position, then without leaning on anything, lower yourself to the floor to a seated position, then stand back up, trying not to use your hands, knees, forearms, or sides of your legs. The more you have to support yourself with your hands or knees along the way, the greater your risks and the more you have to sit less. Action two, start slow and build up. The key to developing a new standing habit is consistency. Start with standing for 60 seconds every 60 minutes. That's easy. And then create a ratio that works for you. 50-50 is often a good starting ratio, such as 20 minutes of standing, then 20 minutes of sitting. Set an alarm as a reminder and find your own rhythm. For me, I start the first two hours of my day standing, then the next two hours sitting, and then through the day, I ensure that I stand for at least 60 seconds every 60 minutes. Now, standing up at your desk might initially feel odd, especially just because no one else is doing it in your office or workplace. Well, step out of that comfort zone. And as your colleagues see you standing, they'll get curious. So tell them what you know about the effects of sitting and watch that ripple effect. Be part of a movement. No pun there. And action three, whenever you're sitting, ask yourself, could I standing instead. When you're talking on the phone, during the TV ads, when listening to music, if you're talking to a colleague, instead of let's sit down and talk, why not let's stand up and talk. When I'm now joining an online meeting, I do say to myself, can I do this standing up? And then I just do it. And this podcast, I'm now recording standing up. So just enjoy the freedom that standing gives you. So that brings today's episode to a close. One question, two references and three actions for you. I hope you have enjoyed today's insights. And if you have, then I would love you to subscribe and share this channel so that you too can help spread messages of health that matter. Which now leaves me, as always, to simply wish you a happy, healthy day. Thanks for joining us on the Lifestyle First podcast making self-care as easy as one, two, three. Don't forget to subscribe and share, and we'd love it if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. To learn more or to arrange a consultation, please visit www.dralkapatel.com. See you next time.